0: Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest greyhound racing news, check out www.igb.ie
1: forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 6 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. And this week's guest is one of Ireland's leading trainers and that is of course uh, Patrick Guilfoyle. Patrick, many thanks for joining us on the podcast this week.
0: No problem Barry, thanks for having me.
1: Um, before we talk about recent success, there has been so much of that. Um, let's look back how it all began for for you, um, Patrick. Give us a bit of information on your background and your introduction to Greyhounds.
0: Um, well, I suppose I was brought up here, Barry, on a dairy farm here, and my parents would, would always have bred a litter or two every year, and uh, since we were infants, so I suppose growing up around Greyhounds it was part of life, you know, and it was a fantastic upbringing between. Uh, as I said, on the farm, and then been surrounded with greyhounds as well, so it was inevitable that we all kind of uh, fell in love with them. And uh, so my whole family ha- are, have a very keen interest in them, and they're all very, very hands-on here. So um, I became fanatical about them f- um, from a very early age, and um, so uh, and naturally enough, the more I, the more we grew up, the more hands-on we got. And I suppose kind of the real kind of pivotal moment for me would have been, I suppose. I was probably 18 or 19 or that, and we had a good dog in the kennel here at the time. He won a few opens in Shelburne on a Saturday night called uh, Magical Captain. And we had a bitch in the, in the kennel here at the same time. And uh, so when she came in season, in my naivety, uh, or youth, whatever you want to call it, uh, I, I, I bred the two of them anyway. So, uh, so that's really kind of what all happened. But from that mating came Miss Firecracker, the Oaks winner, and, uh, Miss said her sister, who became a brilliant, brilliant brood bitch. And that kind of really got it all going for me. So, um, yeah, so there you go. A bit of sentimental breeding and the kind of wanting then to another then, you know. So, um, well, Magic Captain then, after that litter was so good, he went to stud and it made it a few bitches. And through him, uh, Patsy, Matt Patsy Richardson would have brought down a bitch to, to use on him stud. And that's how I came to know Patsy, which is how I got definite opinion. And uh, and then the story goes on. Of course, definite opinion then got to know John Kennedy and trained uh, two good dogs for John and used uh, definite opinion at stud and along came good news. So it's a story. I suppose it evolves. It 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 has been evolving for the last maybe 20 years or more. So. Hopefully there's a few more chapters in it yet, you
1: know. So Yeah, and a fantastic sport um, to be a part of and some amazing characters as well um, within the game. And I would imagine you have some very fond memories of, of growing up and heading along to your local tracks.
0: Absolutely, Barry, yeah. My earliest memories would be, I suppose, going over to Turles of it back then just Tuesday nights, you know, with, uh, with a couple of runners and we'd all go as a family. And uh, that's back where many years ago now but it still happens now you know every every morning and evening my brothers and sisters we all live close by to the home place here in our own houses but um everybody descends in the place every morning even to, to do the dogs and uh but like you say back then there were some fantastic characters in Greyhound race and they're still there but uh you know there was there were great we've had great we've collected great memories um over the last couple of years through the dogs and made great friends and acquaintances and yeah, I wouldn't stop it for anything. It's it's been absolutely fantastic. And those are the kind of untold stories in Greyhound Race and all those kind of people who are who have, who have some of them sadly passed but many of are still around.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. And was it always a plan from kind of an early age to take out your own trainer's license, Patrick? Uh,
0: not particularly to be honest, no. Um it wasn't it was only that I suppose, um it was, it was never really a plan to go train and we were always more of a breeding outfit and still are to be honest. Um, but initially I just took out a license to train uh, a small number for a few locals or a few friends and then it just kind of gradually grew from, the, grew from there, you know, so um, because I've always I've I've never really been at it full time. uh, Only for the last maybe couple in last two two years I was free to to do more hands on full time. But I've always been kind of working and doing it as well, you know. So and I think that's probably been the key to success here that I've never relied on training grounds as lovely and all as it can be uh it's tough you know and it's not the most lucrative of professions in my experience so i suppose the key to the success i think here has been that i've never actually relied on it for a living you know it's always been a hobby and um, and and uh, and that has been very very important you know
1: that probably takes off um the 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 added pressure i would imagine as well obviously you have um you you're involved in teaching isn't that right patrick
0: yeah, I'm a teacher as well now uh, as well. So um, for the last two years, I was on career break. So I'm back in since last Thursday now into the uh, into the classroom again. So it's uh, yeah, as the last two years, I, like I was, uh, last year and the year before, I was on career break. So I had more time to 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 devote to, 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 to training dogs and everything else. So um, so now it's a bit. It's, it's the last couple of months. So we we've, we've had to scale back a bit. And have had to turn down some lovely dogs in the process, but that's all part of it. You can't burn the can at both ends. So I was anxious. To, I was anxious to get back into it Uh again. I had the two weeks break, so, or the two years break. So and delighted I did. So um, yeah. So we we just cut back our numbers a small bit. We still be very much active, involved in, in around the tracks, and around the scene, and all that. But just just cut it down a small bit in the recent months. You
1: know. Yeah. And in terms of you, you spoke there of your family having a keen interest, keen interest as well um, in the game, that's always I I suppose a fabulous occasion as well when the success um, comes, great bond as well and uh, always looking forward to to big nights and um, you really do enjoy it more when um, your family are involved
0: Absolutely, yeah I do and they're fantastic here, every one of them, my my parents my brothers and sisters and especially my mother here and uh, we've relations and neighbours and friends, my cousin Eany and John Burnett is a great help to us here as well so um, definitely yeah it's and you celebrate we as i said we've collected great memories uh together as a family over the last couple of years true ground racing and you celebrate the the the, the 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 successes because you know they can be sometimes they're they're, they're hard to come by those type of nights and uh so yeah the, the fact that it's a family unit is very special to us you know
1: yeah and um you already pointed out about um some of your major success there's been some um outstanding standout moments in recent years
0: Absolutely, yeah, I suppose uh, we've, you know, we've, I think, won every original Classic, now, Bar de Laurel, um, so Derby, Oaks, Ledger, X, you know, Cesare's, which is Conoco Collins, we've, you know, we've been lucky to win a couple of great, great all, all the big races, and I suppose, look, everyone, the Derby is the is, is the thing everybody wants to win, really, like, and we were very fortunate to win it there uh, three years ago, now, with Good News, along with the Kennedy family, he was a brilliant, a brilliant Derby winner. And uh, yeah, and he's doing really well at stud now as well. So yeah, we've been very lucky.
1: He sure is, and uh, there were some great scenes on that magical night, Patrick.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a very special night it really was, and um, yeah, it was just one of those nights. Everything fell together for him, you know. He got he, he took a flying break and led the whole way in twenty nine thirty seven. And I mean, we Shelburne Parker from now if he was around, I'd love to see running still. I'd love to see what he do, you know. Um, he was just a brilliant, brilliant dog. And very, very, you know, he was so so genuine, and had it ever had everything early pace and stayed, and um, yeah, that that was the, the that was the September after the the um, the Shelburne closure early in, earlier in the year, and their crowds, the industry really came out to support that derby final. It was a packed stadium, and um, yeah, it was a great great night.
1: There's so many. There were so many great dogs um, that you've been involved in um, over the last number of years. It'd be really hard to talk about them all, but the likes of Skywalker Logan um, as well has been another um, fabulous greyhound for for you.
0: Yeah, Logan has been a star. Like, and he was a uh, homebred here. You know, reared in school and a whole lot, and um, so he he's been brilliant. Very fast dog. Um, you know, he won, last year. He won, he won the Car and He won the Cesares, which he came so close to winning the English Derby. Do you know, um, did a couple of huge runs around Cork as well in his time. Um, brilliant dog, absolutely hard to come by, those type of dogs. Um, he's he's uh, he's still going still, you know it's still going well but he's of course he's only four year old now and they don't stay going forever like and he has a nice bit done. Um and since he's really as opposed to a six hundred yard dog and since we came back race from racing, racing for lockdown there hasn't been much opportunities for him over that kind of distance. But um yeah, he he he's a fantastic dog. He's out of our brood, isn't Era. She threw, of course, magical Bale as well. We ran we up the Irish Derby with him. Um yeah, she's been she's been, she's, been, she's been a great brood, Yeah, She's in super.
1: And we have to talk about Grangehill 10, of course. We'll start with his um first um big big success, classic success in, in the Project Stakes at Clonmel.
0: That's right. Yeah, I got him there a couple of weeks for the Project Stakes there last year and uh he kind of uh he, he was a revelation through the project stakes and again improved in every round and popped out and did the business in the final very fast dog. He then he went on to the Derby in Shelburne Park there last year and he was one of the top dogs of the Derby. Like his third pen clocks were sensational. Uh didn't get home, didn't stay to five fifty. Um unfortunately he went out I think it was a quarter final night, but um then he went down sure down to the Laurels last year and uh he was a, you know, he was a, he he ran a great laurels. He drew trap three in the final though outside Rocky Bay, only in Bally and, and in. So for all his brilliance, he was going to need a miracle to clear those two dogs. You know, one or two of them going into bend. So he did not the course and got a few hefty bumps. And uh, despite leading, he just got collared coming home. So, um, yeah, he's he's a fantastic. Dog came back then this year, and was a finalist in the Gold Cup. And then after lockdown, then we targeted the sprint and Dundalk. And, uh, he went on beating that year sure, and, uh, yeah, was a very, very impressive winner of that. So he's a beautiful dog, Grand Uten, or Paddy, as we call him here. And um, he's a very, very professional dog. Every night you go racing, he just does it. You know, he's one of those real rare, ta- rare talents. And, uh, yeah, he's a real, a real special one.
1: Yeah, and we've seen how hard the Bear won um, Sprint Cup. How hard it has been to win um, in recent years. Always attracts um, some real classy p- performers, and uh, uh, he he produced some masterclass performances in the in the competition. Such a, a dominant um, winner of the stake.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and it's a tough competition. Like it's five rounds. I'm up there, and. Uh so and I think, like you say in sprint racing, you just just no margin for error. And he was he was pit, he was put perfect every night. He went up there and took his racing really really well. And uh, we were beaten. I think it was at the half length or three quarters of a last year in the final of Capra Hurricane. So it was again some compensation. Then when he won it there this year, um, yeah, such a brilliant dog. And uh, a glad for his owner, Michael Hogan. He's he, he, he's been a real good servant to him. And. Uh, Came out of the competition really well, and he's very fresh in himself. So we're we'll target the Lawrence with him now again, and uh, he might have a trial there in Cork this coming weekend, and uh, and see how he goes. Hopefully, he'll um, he'll stay. The, uh, the five to five it will be a little, positive a bit concerned I think, how he how he stayed because haven't been sprinting now for the last couple of last couple of races and stuff, and. Uh, um, we just be hoping he might just stay down in Cork this time around you know?
1: yeah well we're very much looking forward to seeing him back in Corraheen Park hopefully for the upcoming um, Laurels at our Cork uh, track so um, going forward um, as you said Patrick you've kind of scaled back but you still have um, a strong selective real top class greyhounds I would imagine that's the, the kind of plan anyway going forward
0: Absolutely, yeah. It'll just it'll just be a little bit more select, um, perhaps, uh, going forward. And um, so there's still a few nice young dogs down there coming through the, the ranks there as well. So um, maybe two in particular to watch out for would be um, Amazing Alice. She won a state recently in gold in 2818. She filed in Shelburne in 2818. There on Saturday night, so she will go for the the puppy derby. Uh, another dog then I owned my mother called Magical Silas. Uh, he won his first race in Limerick there last week in 28, uh, 48. He beat be the first racer That's a magical bail. So he tried there the weekend in 28, 39 in Dublin. So he'll go for the Puppy Derby as well. So there's plenty of it there and we're not going anywhere. We'll still be taking in the odd one just after a couple more weeks and we get settled back in. And uh, so, yeah, like you said, it'll be a small team, but a uh, small but select team of racers going forward, yeah.
1: Well, we'll be looking forward to um, both of them in particular, and we'll of course be following your progress as well. But um, obviously, at the moment, big talking points um, is the Irish Greyhound Derby. And um, Patrick, um, you know, down to the last twenty-four now this weekend. Um, how do you see that um, competition developing over the next couple of weeks?
0: Well I suppose first of all it's a, it's a brilliant it's a really it's a brilliant Derby like and we should be we're so lucky to have it in the in every with everything that's gone on this year, to have a Derby and have a Derby the standard. It's something uh, to really get behind and look forward to. It's a fan, the standard is so high up there, it's a great Derby. I suppose the third round of the night there was kind of four standout grounds to me. There was Glengar Bale, um, Benny Newin New Taylor and of course the brilliant Pestana. But uh, there's twenty four left, uh just twenty other dogs apart from them that were well capable of making them bowl bid Like remember on uh quarter final night, three years ago, good news was quoted on the morning of the quarter the quarterfinals of forty to one. So I'm a done to be a great winner, I'm a dog favourite at night and be a great winner. So it's it's there's there's still a bit to go here, yeah, we're only halfway there. Um so there's there's like I said, those four, in particular Pestana, you could you couldn't but be in awe of him. He's a fantastic greyhound and a credit to everyone connected to him um but there's there's a host of other dogs left there yeah and uh it's still hard enough to pick one you know so um but listen I'm looking forward we don't have a this is the first year in in a number of years we haven't had one the last six or the last 12 but uh I'm looking forward to it Saturday night at the Great Derby and we really should all get behind it and big thanks to Bilesports for supporting it and uh yeah it looks promising to be a great race
1: very well said Patrick and uh, many thanks for joining us on the podcast uh, this week. We're wishing you um, all the success in the world going forward and uh, no doubt we will catch up with you again um, in the near future.
0: I really appreciate that Barry and thanks for talking to me. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news check out
1: www.igb.ie forward slash Talking Dogs